Support for the Sidebar Podcast is brought to you in part by Touch Drunk Love. Give Tainted Love a run for its money with a new winter sweater concept that combines the three things you love most, touching, drinking, and loving. All that in a sweater? All that in a sweater. But be careful, Yule Guy. Our sweater hasn't been tested properly, so it's highly flammable, shrinks upon contact, and fits like duct tape. But it's almost Christmas, and ugly sweater parties died when Bill Cosby went to prison. There's never been a sweater easier to use than Touch Drunk Love. First you put it on, then you touch, you drink, and you love. Touch Drunk Love, a sweater concept you can masturbate with. You're sitting in the park feeding birds, waiting for your long-lost love to leave his wife and join you on a flight to France, when you realize you should have checked Expedia. Welcome to the sidebar. I'm Clint Myers Novak, filling in for Sebastian Morales, who's currently riding his bright green Corvette into the sunset and a midlife crisis. Dr. Dorothy Jackson is a dentist with a capital D and a frequent contributor to Dear Doctor magazine, the leading source for trustworthy information about dentistry and oral health. Or so we assume, since it's the only dentist magazine we've ever heard of. Dr. Dorothy Jackson's article, Oral Care for Healthy Infants, is the nation's standard for infant teeth care. Dr. Dorothy Jackson, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, ac- I absolutely love the sidebar, and I just can't believe you <laughs> You found me. <laughs> we did. Uh, our beloved researcher, the intern, Addie Harper, had to go through many woods and valleys. Yes. But yes. just like the song, ain't no mountain high enough. Mm. Ain't no valley low enough. <laughs> no, it's just the mountains. We just send her to the mountains. She stays out of valleys. Oh, interesting. Now, Dr... How does one get into the dentistry field, and specifically, how does one get into the infant dentistry field? Where did you start? You know, for me, it all started with one um, um, amazing Christmas gift, um, if I'm honest. So, um, you know, in the you know in the 1980s, there was this amazing toy craze for the Play-Doh Dr. Drill and Phil set. Ah, uh, yes, I know it well. Uh, you know, and it was just the hottest toy on the market at that time. And um, I remember that's all I wanted. I I asked Santa for it, and you know that that faithful Christmas morning on December 25th um, at 7:20 a.m. You know, I got up and I rushed down, and there it was. I just ripped it open and I started drilling. And then, because I was so young, I thought infant. You know. Teeth that haven't even sprouted. I want to start at the root of the problem. You wanted to start on the gums before there were even teeth to work on. Exactly. When the teeth are actually underneath the gums and they are deciding what they're going to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, When the teeth are like, am I going to be straight? Will I be a bicuspid? You know, when when the bones are forming underneath. Mm Mm-hmm. And That's sort what of, I wanted. So when a uh, human being is deciding its formation, that's when you want it to get in there. Now, when you're dealing with uh, small teeth, mm-hmm. are you dealing with smaller instruments? You know, that's a common question. Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. 
You know, we have these little tiny, they're so fun. They look like they could be toys, but they're not. They're serious instruments, you know. And the tiny drill can really get lost in some of those holes. If you if you drill in too far, it can just burrow straight through. You know, you're preaching to the choir over here. It's so true. But you know what? I'm blessed with tiny hands. And I think, you know, I was built for, the, for this kind of life. Now, you actually have a, have a theory that there is wisdom rooted in wisdom teeth actual wisdom rooted in wisdom teeth Mm -hmm. um many doctors disagree with you but you are one of the leading uh campaigners for leaving wisdom teeth in no matter what yes um you know a lot of people also this is just the state of our world you know right now because some people are being born without wisdom teeth now You know, some people don't get them anymore. And I think it's just a sign of the times. You know, people are growing away from wisdom, you know, and evolutionarily, Mm -hmm. we're not getting wisdom teeth anymore. And I think that's a sign of the times because things are, people aren't, you know, leading with wisdom right now, you know, in their personal lives. So, yeah, every time I took out a wisdom tooth, I... Personally, something magical happened and I was given more wisdom. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like I didn't need to read books to attain wisdom. It was like I, I, I had it. So I, I, I really think it's because I took those wisdom teeth out of those people and any wisdom that that tooth had was then passed on to me. It is a lot to bear to take it's someone else's wisdom. Thank you for understanding. It's and you actually, I understand you have a collection of wisdom teeth and you keep mm-hmm. them on uh, chains and you have different wisdom necklaces. And you're actually talking right now, you're in talks with Shonda Rhimes to make a series about your different wisdom necklaces. Oh, that is correct. Wow. You've done great research. Me and Shonda, we met at a, um, at a um, ice cream... Social ice cream social um, at our uh, just at our our local YMCA, and I was like Shonda, hi, it's me. You've heard of me, I'm sure, Doctor Dorothy Jackson, dentist. And she was like, Yes, how are you? And we just you know we had a titter tat. Um, and then I said, You know, it's time for us to do a show together. And she said, I completely agree. It's time. And what a time to get involved with Shonda at such a, uh, uh, at the pinnacle of her creative power. And the new show, of course, is called Scandal Teeth. Yes, um, Scandal Teeth. That was actually my idea. Shonda was kind of worried that it might take away from Scandal, but I said, no, no, it won't. And it hasn't. It hasn't. It's almost a branch off, a branch off from the, the, the theme. It builds, I think, on the former. If you have Scandal... And then you have scandal teeth. Mm-hmm. If they're back to back, then you have to watch both. Yeah, Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Nine o'clock. That is some free advertisement, which the sidebar does not usually condone. But you are so charming that but how I can't. Could you not? Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited for the show. You know, um, 
it's based off of my life mm-hmm. and accidentally taking wisdom from people, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, dealing with that heavy burden. The Wisdom know? Teeth Chronicles. The Wisdom Teeth Chronicles. And, um, you know, some of my actual personal necklaces, which you mentioned, um, are actually in the show. You know, I said, of course, we can use them. It's not a problem. Um, the props, people shine them up. You know, the wisdom mm-hmm. is already taken from them, so it's not like I can, you know, no one else will gain the wisdom from them. Is it safe? Is taking wisdom from tea safe? Is that your question? Is it safe? You know, taking wisdom teeth, of course, is safe. You know, it's a standard practice. Is it safe for me is a better question. Is it safe? You know, oh gosh, this is just getting deeper than I thought it would. You know, having so much wisdom now, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to know everything about the globe, everything about people's personal lives. You know, everything you got to know about ancient Greek. You know, it's in me. And sometimes my brain is running so fast, I don't know what to do. But, you know, I'm still here. I'm still here. And we're glad you are. Thank you. So in your article, you detail a lot of different ways in which dealing with a infant's mouth mm-hmm. is different than dealing with other people's mouths. Mm-hmm. And you uh, talk a lot about what um, parents should expect in the first three to four years of a child's life. So what are some of the different methods that you would use on a child versus say a grown man in his forties who has been eating Cheetos for the last 24 hours straight? The, that infant and that man eating those Cheetos are very different because that man is also probably dealing with something emotional mm-hmm. for him to actually eat Cheetos for 24 hours straight. Also, where is he buying that big pack of Cheetos? Is he going to Costco? What happened in his personal life? Does he have a Costco card? Did he steal the Cheetos? Like, these are all questions we need to ask about him. You Um, know, uh, during my Pulitzer Prize winning turn as a journalist covering Hurricane Sandy, I witnessed multiple families who had nothing but Cheetos to eat. Wow, that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm so proud of you for, you know, going into that storm. You know, I really appreciate that. Well, it's doing my job. It's doing your job. You do your job so well. Um, And how do you work on the teeth inside of the gums? Do you use... I talk to them. You talk to the teeth. I talk to the teeth and I ask them what they want to be. And I think that's really important, especially for... um you know, orthodontic care as well, mm. you know, because if the teeth want to be straight, do they want to be crooked? Why? If in fact they want to be crooked, why? So I just open the little baby's mouth and I begin to talk to the gums, you know, and I also, you know, do this kind of massage thing, you mm-hmm. know, to make them, you know, feel great. Um, cause you know, the bone underneath is still forming, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're finding where to go. Um, and one of your utensils is a uh, fake plastic baby hand that you use to massage the teeth to trick them exactly. into thinking that they are being touched by the owner of the teeth. Exactly, because it's very invasive, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to those teeth and be like, I'm not your mom. I'm not or your... Or your dad. I'm not your person. I, I'm not your person, you know. Yes, and teeth teeth can be very skittish and you need to approach them carefully. So, you know, I just open that little baby's mouth and I go, hello, teeth. How are you doing? How are you doing today? And then I just talk to them and like, you want to grow straight. You really are uh, kind of a 
the first advocate for children when they're growing up, you with yes. your teeth management. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like our first, it's our first gift we can give to our children is making sure their teeth, you know, come in straight and the teeth know that they're loved. Because, you know, teeth, you see every day. You don't see your femur, you know, it's inside of you, but you see your teeth and they are just, you know, bones in your mouth. So what would you say to dentists who think that infant dentistry is not necessary? You have a lot of people who are campaigning against you, um, and they've tried to shut you down, but you are, you're very hard to control. I, of course, you know, and you know, when they come at me, I simply look them in their faces and I say, who hurt you? You know, who hurt you? Because you're bringing a lot of hate, you know. A lot of hate towards me. And you know what? The question, the, the answer is usually their dad. Mm-hmm. Daddy issues lead to dentistry issues. Yes. But one of the questions that they ask a lot is a question I've asked on this interview. Mm. Is it safe? You know what? I think it's safe. But is it safe? But is it safe? I feel like you're leading me to try to say it's not safe. I'm just simply doing my job as a reporter and a journalist in order to get to the bottom of the truth because I am nothing if not a truth seeker. And, you know, I respect that. I really do. But, you know, I haven't. I know there's a lot of people saying infant teeth, little, you know, plastic hand massaging teeth, but I say, why not? Now, you've developed a baby dentist talk. What are a few examples of things that you use to calm a baby down during dentist sessions? I just talk like the baby. You know, you've got to speak in their language. So I'm like, you know, it's very important to um, really go in and speak because I speak baby. And I'll just put that out there. And I know that's very controversial, whatever. But, you know, it's just like... The babies listening will know what I said, and that's all that matters. So you're speaking in the same language as the babies, but you have to be taught this language. So who's your baby mentor? Who has taught you the way of the baby? You know, so many, really. You know, I am not a mother. You know, God did not grant me that. I would not have guessed. God did not grant me that grace. Um, But... I meet babies all the time. You know, they're they're taking walks with their moms. They're at Gymboree. You know, there's just so many different places to meet babies. They're getting baptized at churches on Sundays. There's just so many different places. So I just, um, you know, I go to those places. I meet some babies. And I've um, developed, a, you know, a rapport. And um, uh, um, I've just really listened. To their language. And I'm just self-taught, I guess, is um the answer. Self-taught. You're doing some dentist outreach because you think that people are too afraid of dentists. And you think that people shouldn't be afraid. And you have a, a couple of committees uh, that mm-hmm. are trying to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your big projects right now is you're trying to make child dentists mm-hmm. in order to make children's dentistry or infant dentistry more appealing yes because as a dentist we work i know i i 
work on infants. But, you know, usually people like grown-ups work on grown-ups as a dentist. So I think it would just be really impactful if um, babies worked on babies and toddlers worked on toddlers. Um, and I think that would really help with the fear, you know, the fear people have with d- dentists. It's so It's so funny to me. So your itty-bitty committee... Yes. To use the full title, the Itty Bitty Committee mm-hmm. is working on uh, researching whether it's nature or nurture, the fear of dentists, and how to get around that. Exactly. You know, and we've really um, had, uh, we've really grown leaps and bounds, you know. And I, I'm, I know the, the, all the research isn't in yet, but I really think it is um, uh, nurture, sadly. I think it's a thing that people, you know, people grow up saying, oh, I don't want to go to the dentist. Oh, I'm scared of the dentist. Oh, no, 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 no. And then that's a learned habit. Mm. And so if we all just forgave dentists of the scars that they've given us in the past, then we would be able to move on. Yeah, but the thing is, we're not giving you scars. Your teeth are giving you the scars. Because I didn't work with you as an infant. I didn't get to talk to your teeth to make sure that they were okay, you know, and that you wouldn't get those cavities and that they would be straight, you know, when they were forming. You know, so it's not us. It's your teeth. You got to talk to your teeth and make sure you have a plan, you know, of execution. And you got to stick a bunch of plastic baby hands into your mouth. Into your mouth and massage them and tell them they are loved. Tell them that, oh, I cannot wait to see you to come, you know, can't wait till you burst through, you know, that fleshy gate, you know? It's just, it's so much more than people think it is. Now we will be moving on to teething next, right after a quick message from our sponsors. <laughs> Breathing isn't easy during a Cat 5 hurricane, especially if you find yourself underwater. Luckily, there's Airbox. Airbox is the only air subscription service that puts air in boxes in boxes, then ships those boxes to you in boxes in a box. And the best part? Airbox works great anywhere you need to breathe, which is everywhere. And if you're holding your breath, you won't be for long. We can wait. But what you won't be waiting on is Airbox. We get there fast because we know that you know that we know that you know that we know about air. So go ahead, hothead. Use AirCan if you don't believe in Airbox, but we're willing to bet that you'll be back. After all, why would you trust air in a can? In a can. In a can. In a can. When you can have the option to breathe air from a box, from a box in a box, from a box in boxes. Airbox. Why are we still explaining this? It's air in a box. In a box. In a box. In a box. Support for the Sidebar Podcast is also brought to you by your diapies. How many sweet Janes have you found in your velvet underground this week? If the answer is any, then you need your diapies. Your diapies puts the heroin in your needle so you can hang out without getting strung out. And with eight pockets of crunchable, drug-infused flavor crystals hidden behind another eight pockets of crystals that may or may not be flavored with flavor crystals... Your Diapies provides the white light and the white heat to ensure that your loaded Warhol is given a proper squeeze. So what are you waiting for? An after-hours gift? Take a walk on the wild side and try Your Diapies today. Your Diapies adult diapers. For when other diapers won't do. And we're back with Dr. Dorothy Jackson, dentist, 
from Dear Doctor Magazine. Uh, Dr. Jackson, may I call you Dr. Jackson or may I call you Dorothy? Oh, Dorothy's fine. Dorothy is fine. That's fine. That's fantastic. I do like to get uh, personal with our guests because it makes me feel like we're on a more even playing field. Of course. Um, I'm so sorry. One of my babies. Oh, let me take this. Okay. All right. Yes, Stephanie. Oh, her teeth. Poor little Stephanie. I would love to hear all about Stephanie's teeth in graphic detail. You know, little Stephanie, she is just four months old, and I just feel so bad for her because her teeth are the most stubborn teeth I have ever worked with. When I'm going in, you know, and massaging, um, you know, the gums Mm -hmm. and talking to the teeth, they are not happy. You know, they have figured out that my little plastic hand is not Stephanie's hand. And they are revolting. You know, they really are. And they are just being like, we are going to grow sideways. So are you saying that Stephanie's teeth have become sentient? Ugh. Yes. You know, I didn't want to really come on here and let people know that teeth are sentient. But, ugh, it's just so horrible. You know, but they're little. It's going to be fine. And they will be replaced by the adult teeth, you know, so hopefully those won't be sentient. But it is just an ongoing process. Now that is, of course, the uh, the topic of the Shonda Rhimes spinoff show, Scandal Tooth, where one sentient tooth mm-hmm. goes on a rampage against its owner. Yes. And is this for this is formulated after uh, Stephanie's case specifically? Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know. We don't really know what's going to happen to Stephanie, and I'm very concerned, you know. But, you know, I think whatever happens, I'm sure she's going to be great that them. She's going to be really happy that, you know, a hit TV show was, uh, you know, made after her. Piloted by Shonda Rhimes. Piloted, you know, piloted, piloted by Shonda Rhimes. Um, But, yeah, so, so sorry. It's so hard, you know. I love my patients so much. And I barely take time to speak to the public because of of this reason. You know, they constantly need me. You're oh, all the time. It is a twenty four hour job, it is. and it uh, has a lot of action to it. Mm-hmm. It really does. And you're always so you're busy all the time. Yes. And you actually you're not the first dentist in your family. You come from a long line of European dentists. Yes. Yes, I do. And from mostly from Norway, but a few of them from Italy. Yeah, a couple. Some family members from uh, Germany, actually, from Bavaria specifically. Mm-hmm. And they were very active during the uh, 30s and 40s. What are you getting at? Some of your family members were involved during World War II. I didn't, I didn't specify that we could talk about this. Now, I just want to know... What was the experimental dentistry that they were doing during that time? You know, my family has worked gen- for generations to kind of, you know, stop talking about this story. I know, but here at the sidebar, we are wolfhounds for the truth, and we will go for whatever lengths. Our beloved researcher, the intern Addie Harper, traveled to Germany, and she actually dug through a lot of ruins in order to find the truth. And all she got was scabies and splinters. That poor woman. Look, was it wrong to take the jaw off completely? Many would say yes. They were pioneers of a very different type of dentistry. 
you know, and the people who went to them, you know, really needed care. And it was free. If it was free, who funded it? Who gave them these tools? Who Stop digging. Stop digging. I will never stop digging. I can't tell you. Now, it is a policy here at the sidebar that whenever someone says that they cannot tell us, we double down and go even harder. So I will say, for the last time, I believe that some of your uh, family members were involved in a certain party in Germany doing experimental dentistry. Now, is it true that they left behind a map? Because I believe that your family has a secret trove of dentist money somewhere in Germany. You're just going to get white noise over here. Is the money safe? I don't know. Is it safe? I don't know what you're talking about. Is it secret? You are just, these are wise tales. Where's the dentist treasure? I feel like your intention behind this interview was not pure. And I can tell that from your teeth. Where are you coming to us from? I cannot disclose my location. Now, on a normal day, you would not be able to disclose your location, but the Sidebar podcast is very, very well adept at Google searches, um, and we have found out that you are located mostly out of Austin, Texas. Sure. Is that not where you are today? I Yep, that's where I am. I'm going to get barbecue after this. We've got some great ribs here in Austin, Texas. It sounds like you're trying to dodge the question, so I will dodge that dodge of the question and go back to my original line of questioning. Where is the treasure? I've heard it's dinosaur teeth. Where are the dinosaur teeth? Don't do this. I want those velociraptor teeth inside of the, the Museum of Modern Art, Prehistoric Art. Everyone knows that those teeth, they have the most wisdom of the world. Okay. We, so, so what? So what? We found velociraptors. Velociraptors. Wisdom teeth. With 65 million years worth of wisdom. So what? We're going to, we're going to get together in a little circle and hold hands so we can all gain the wisdom together. So what? So wisdom can be shared among different people if you all pull it at the same time, if you excavate it at the same time? You've heard nothing. I've heard enough. I believe you're going to dinosaur fossils and taking out their teeth and stealing their wisdom. Wisdom you cannot give back and wisdom which is not yours to keep. They're not here anymore. The dinosaurs aren't here anymore. You know, it's it's better to gain their wisdom. Do you know why the dinosaurs aren't here anymore? Because they were destroyed. And we will be destroyed too unless we get the wisdom from those velociraptors. Exactly. And that's why I'm getting the wisdom. You know... I think the wisdom in my brain is the safest place for it to be. I highly disagree on many different levels. Why? You want the wisdom? I do. What are you going to do with the wisdom? I want Who the are wisdom. You? I want the wisdom to be shared among all the people. You know, it's going to be shared among a highly trained dentistry group. As a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, uh, push I believe. Your you cannot push your shut. This is something I worked my entire life in order to get here, and I believe that there is some some right that I have to give this information to the people. Wow. 
wow, wow. Just because there's no Pulitzer Prize for dentist does not mean I'm not on the same level, okay? You seem very, you know, weird about this. And I feel like you have, you know, you know, staged this interview under false pretenses. I came here to know one thing. What do the dinosaurs know? You will never know. Then what point is it? For you to have the wisdom. Because a lot of people share. know. Okay, you'll know. You'll eventually know. But then, you won't, like, personally. Like, you're not coming. You're not invited to the party. I, you're throwing a party for the wisdom? You're throwing a wisdom party? You know, I've said too much. Is the Shonda Rhimes TV show really just a cover to unveil the wisdom of the dinosaurs? I, 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 no. I, that's just... <laughs> That's just my side project. Oh, oh. I'm just I, really passionate about TV as well and teeth. And Sean is just a good friend. Sorry. Sometimes I get really invested yeah, in the layers that. of the mystery. And I, uh, I just feel as if uh, we were getting somewhere very interesting. But... Yeah, but no, that's just fun. That's just my side gig. <laughs> you oh. know, watching the baby's infant teeth, working on the TV shows, uncovering wisdom from dinosaurs. Are you planning to bring the dinosaurs back? No. Will, will this be a Jurassic Park situation? No, absolutely not. <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not scientists. We're dentists. We just want to take the wisdom from um, the dinosaurs. Well, sometimes people talk about whether they can, but they never talk about whether they should. And I don't think you should. Well, I don't think you should. Well, we're not here to talk about what I would or would not do. We're here to talk about you. So let's get back to you. Ugh. You're against charcoal toothpaste. Yes. Uh, charcoal toothpaste is just the biggest, you know, get in your goat of this century. You know, along with having your wisdom teeth removed. Charcoal toothpaste. It's just a fad. You know, it's one of those fat. There is no, I, I just, it gets so worked up because there are no, you know, scientific properties in charcoal. You know, it's, it's for barbecuing. It's a way to trap heat and keep heat inside. And it's also a good insulator. So I believe that some of the, uh, maybe if you use charcoal toothpaste, you'd be able to keep some of the wisdom and some of the sentient feeling inside of teeth because is it true that teeth lose their sentientness as you grow older yes that's true and so if you use charcoal as a babe would you not keep your sentient teeth look that's a big you know that's a big thing to think about too do you want your teeth to be sentient do you want your teeth to be having a conversation with each other while you're trying to have a conversation with someone at a bar you know, that's that's going to be really difficult. You're trying to hit on someone at a bar, and then your teeth are talking about what you just ate. Well, that depends. If my teeth are better talkers than I am, then I would like to have all the winged teeth I can get. But you have a Pulitzer Prize. I do have a Pulitzer Prize. You think your teeth are going to be smarter than you? Now, what would you say instead of charcoal is the proper way to take care of your teeth? Flossing. Brushing your teeth. The normal things. Just stay away from that charcoal. Is charcoal the poison of teeth? If you were to put teeth... Look, is charcoal kind of like the fountain of life for teeth? Sure. But do you want that responsibility? Do you want your teeth to become sentient? 
I would say no. So I would say do not use charcoal toothpaste. So you can just live a normal life. Do you want your teeth to talk to you in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep? No. But if these teeth are able to prophesize things, if these teeth are able to give me advice, I'm I'm just thinking that it's better to have... Uh, how many teeth does one person have? 36. So it's better to have 37 heads instead of just the one. I don't... I don't think you know what you're playing with. What I'm playing with is that I think my teeth know something that humans don't. I think my teeth know the way to the treasure. I think my teeth have the ability to be AI teeth. Super teeth. And teeth teeth actually have have radar for other sentient teeth. So I should be able to find the dinosaur's teeth if those teeth are sentient as well. Well, you haven't used charcoal toothpaste, so you'll never know. I will start today. Your teeth have passed the age of being able to regain their sentientness. And you think there's no way to regain it? There's no way. Well, uh, you're not the only one who's met a lot of babies, because I too have met some babies... And I have given them charcoal toothpaste. So we will see in approximately eight years' time who's laughing. Well, that's a long time, though. Eight years. I mean, we've got the thing scheduled for next month, so. I will have to. I didn't. I was not aware that was next month. I will have to kick forward my timetable. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, you know, just focus on, you know, your writing and your interviewing. This is not, it's not for you. Don't worry about it. Everyone has a path in life. I've chosen mine. You've chosen yours. Mine are about teeth and, you know, and attaining the wisdom of dinosaurs. And yours is about, you know, writing great, you know, getting cutting edge stories, you know, Pulitzer Prize, you know. But I have a treasure baby. And this treasure baby knows how to find treasure. Who's this baby? What's baby? What's this baby's name? Do I know this baby? This baby's name is Antonin Baby Huey. Ugh. He is such a poser. I've heard of him. Everyone's heard of him in the dentistry, you know, conglomerate. The itty bitty committee has kept a tags on Antonin Baby Huey. He wanted to join and I said no. And I usually don't do that well, because... You know, he's, his ideas are too far-fetched for even me. He's a baby for hire, and he goes out to the highest bidder, much like a mercenary baby. You know, I don't understand what that word means. He's, so. a, he's a rogue baby. Oh, yes, he is. He is a rogue baby. You know, but he, he's not going to find that treasure because I made sure of it. Where did you hide it? Why would I tell you? I'm just going to keep asking That's until just... you are tricked into giving me the question. Uh, you, There was a moment where I thought you would, and I will keep trying to walk you into that trap. You know, I'm very intelligent. Like, dentists go to years of school. Like, I went to school. And I know when someone's trying to get a secret out of me. I do went to school, but I went to school to get secrets out of people. Now, I can tell you secretly that Antonin Baby Huey was... Not raised by parents. He has no parents. He was just adopted by the land. And he knows how to sniff out treasure. With his teeth. His teeth talk to him. Because his teeth are sentient. And he actually is one of your baby dentists. Yes, but he's been... He was asked to leave. 
He's brilliant, you know, but his teeth are dangerous. And you don't think that those teeth aren't going to stab you in the back if you find that treasure? You need to be, this is me saying to you, you need to be careful with this baby. But I, I am merely in a alliance. I am not watching over him. He has been training for years on his Play-Doh set because he also has the fill and drill. Who do you think gave him that set? Who do you think gave him that fill and drill? They don't make those anymore. That is my fill and drill. Okay, I believed in that baby, and he stabbed me in the back. Okay, so you need to be careful. All I'm saying is you need to be careful. This baby needs business. He is the baby boss. I think you're trying to manipulate me in order to keep your dinosaur teeth safe. That is what I believe. I'm trying to make sure that you are alive to keep doing this little little show you got going. This is not over, but this interview is. Dr. Dorothy Jackson, thank you for coming. Thanks so much for having me. It was a real, it was a real pleasure. Next week on the sidebar, going up, going up, going up, too high. I'm Glenn Mars Novak. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>